On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, things get unexpectedly deep. I don't know where this episode came from, but it was fun. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 48 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here is all about week number 48 in that journey. And just as I was saying that, just as I was reeling off that little intro right there, a conversation that I had a few weeks ago just sprang to mind when Chloe messaged me and said, what are you going to say after week number 52? You know, after these, these 52 weeks of podcasting between the ages of 24 and 25, when it's week number 53? When it's not between the ages of 24 and 25, what are you going to say for an intro? And I actually haven't thought about that conversation since it happened until just now. And now we're in the middle of a crisis because it's a fucking good point. I do not know what the intro of this this podcast is going to be in a few weeks time. Because really, if you exclude this episode, because by the time you listen to it right now, it's recorded, obviously. There are only four episodes left. We're four weeks away from it being one year we're four weeks away from episode number 52 where this journey was going to end i know we've spoken already about the fact that it's not going to i know we've spoken in detail about what's going to happen from episode 53 onwards um but yeah i need to think of a new intro and i need to do it quick because we've only got a month and whilst it's going to take 42 seconds to write the intro to work out what i'm going to say it's going to take a lot longer to get out of the habit of saying those words. Like the the second I hit record on this, I immediately go into for 52 weeks between the age of 24, 25, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just, it's so automatic that I feel like there's going to be a lot of retakes in the second series of this podcast where I hit record, I use the old intro and then I think, oh shit, we're on episode 65. I need to redo that. So there we go. But anyway, now that's out of the way, now that we have um, spoken about my crisis. Hello, I hope you're well. Hope you have had a good week. We're back in lockdown, but you know that. Um, I'm in Corby at the moment, so I am very much locked down. Haven't actually left the house today. Um, Just been working. Left the house yesterday to go on a drive on my own. You know what? I was saying this to my brother earlier. I don't understand people who go on a drive as like a fun thing to do. Maybe when I have more driving experience, maybe when things are back to normal, going on a drive will feel like a nice thing to do. And look, maybe it's nice to go on a drive in the summer, in the middle of the day. But when it was like 7pm last night, and I drove around Corby for an hour just to just to do something, it was fucking miserable. It was stressful. It was dark. It was cold. People drive like pricks. Like I do not find any sort of... um, relaxation from the experience of going for a drive um but i did that anyway 
Some some prick beeped me because I waited at a junction longer than he liked. Someone else almost fucking crashed into me because he treated a mini roundabout as if it was just a right turn and was on my side of the road. And if I had happened to pull out, because also he didn't give way to the right, if I had happened to pull out, would have crashed into him. So yeah, driving's going well. <laughs> um, still not enjoying it, but it is all good. What else is new? It's been busy. Work-wise, it has been busy, but you already know that if you listen to this regularly. October, November, December, always very busy. Then there's that weird drop-off over Christmas, and then it's like the 30th of December, and we're back at it, kind of getting ready for the new year. So yeah, these weeks right now are very busy. Um, so I made some notes about this episode for the first time in a long time. I used to spend ages scripting episodes and then got too busy to do that. So I kind of switched to just thinking out loud. And it's probably been a good six or seven weeks since I've actually referenced notes. And there's only three notes and they're all very short. But these are things that I was thinking about last night, literally just before I went to bed, that I thought I would note down to talk about. Because they're thoughts that... Sorry, two two thoughts... It's just written as three lines in front of me. But they're thoughts that crossed my mind a few times over the last few days. And so they're just things that I want to um, explore out loud. So here we go. So the first thing I wrote down is that I don't want to get too comfortable too early. Now, this kind of relates to the second point that I'll speak about in a minute. Which, by the way, I've just realised that these two things are kind of related. But let me explain what I mean, right? So if you listened to episode one of this podcast, you would have heard the story of what life was like about five or six years ago. And I I kind of jokingly began calling those times the dark times, but actually it's not that much of a joke, right? We were living at home. My dad obviously had Alzheimer's, but hadn't yet been diagnosed. But my mum was staying home from work so that she could keep an eye on him, make sure he was okay, and therefore neither of them were earning any money. At the time, I really was not earning anywhere near the kind of money to support them all, and so there was just not a lot of money around, to the point where, and I've said this before, like, I have photos somewhere, probably in Google Drive or Dropbox, like, an actual picture of our freezer entirely empty, and fortunately at a separate time so this wasn't at the same time but an actual picture of our fridge entirely empty like there were times where the internet would go out where I would have to go and work from the library because I literally couldn't afford to pay the internet bill with the other costs that we had coming in because of course things like rent naturally had to be paid first so things were just you know objectively fairly shit in the sense that if I, if I return to the word I just used of comfort, there weren't many comforts back then. Now, recently, particularly this year, but over the last few years, I've kind of been getting the things that I want. And I don't mean anything big. I don't mean anything grand. But like in the last 18 or so months, like the the trips I've been on to Europe, the car I just bought... I don't know, the watch, the new laptop I have, like the shit I bought for my bedroom to make it comfortable uh, during lockdown. Just all of these things I've bought or been able to get or been able to do that a few years ago were entirely out of reach. 
they make me fairly comfortable. But I think the only reason I've taken myself from that point a few years back to here, and let's be clear, it is a case of taking myself here, right? In as much as, don't get me wrong, loads of people along the way and on this journey with me to get me to this point. But if I just sat there all those years back and said, fuck it, this is how life is, I would probably be in a very similar spot. But all of these things that I've been able to do make me fairly comfortable. But I only got to these things because I was uncomfortable in the first place. Does that make sense? Like you need to have a desire to want to change your situation or change your environment or change your outcomes before you're compelled to go about doing that, before you're compelled to take action. You have to have a why before you go into the what. And this isn't to say that I've lost the spark because fuck me, my ambitions are far, far bigger than where we're at right now as a business. They're far bigger for me as an individual. Like there are so many things that I want our business to do and to become in the next 10 years. And there's so much, like so much that I want to do in the next 10 years. But I do also worry about becoming, like I say, too comfortable too early. And I don't know what sparked this thought, but I think I've spoken on like super early episodes in this podcast about the idea of I've never understood how people can, and by the way, do what the fuck you want, this isn't me judging, but I've never understood how people can like settle down, have children and get married at the age of 22 and then just like stay in a comfortable job that pays them well enough to maintain that lifestyle and then stick with that one lifestyle for like 65 years, right? I've never ever understood how people can do that, how they can accept that level of comfort at that age and just be like, okay, I'm good. And I think in a way that's because, again, not being judgmental here, but I imagine lots of people in a situation such as that probably get to 45, 50 and think, actually, I'm not comfortable anymore. Actually, I have regrets about not pushing myself further, not taking opportunities, not living the life of a 22 year old when I was 22. But yeah, I don't know. I, d- I don't know where this thought came from and I don't know where I'm going with it. But I think what I'm trying to get at is momentum is a real thing in life. And I think this past year of effort has pushed me and has pushed the business in the right direction with some momentum. And if this level of focus and effort is maintained for the next two or three years, that momentum is going to compound and it's going to build and the opportunities I'm afforded are going to grow and the things I'm able to do with my free time are going to get more and more exciting and the shit I'm able to buy, let's be real, is going to get more expensive and I'm going to become more comfortable and I'll look back at this episode on this day and think actually I didn't have it that good back then because everything's subjective, right? And I just worry about getting to a point one day where I'm like, yeah, I'm good now. Not because I don't want to be content, because of course I do, but I don't want to be, I don't want to have a false sense of being content too early because I actually just have some comfortable things. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think contentment is found from a nice car and a nice house and two holidays a year and a couple of grand in the bank. But I I believe that people can be fooled into thinking that that is contentment 
and that that is happiness because they're comfortable. And I think that's where I'm going with this. When I say I don't want to get too comfortable too early, I just want to make sure that I keep my head up um, and keep looking forward because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the next two or three years are going to be quite formational when it comes to where I go as a person over the next 10 or 20 and where the business goes as a business over the next 5, 10, 15 years. Um, And yeah, I just, I just, I guess I don't, want to forget the feeling I had back in those (laughs) those dark days because that's what encouraged me to push myself forward again because you know there was there was Corby magazine there was magnate there was all that good stuff and then there was kind of a dip in the middle towards the end of magnate where I just kind of stopped doing anything worthwhile and it just happened to coincide with the situation we just spoke about but my want to take myself out of that situation is what pushed me forward and made me make all of these lifestyle changes and habits and uh, systems and effort and focus and everything like that. And I just don't want to lose track or lose focus of what pushed me to this point because it's that exact thing that will take me to the next level. But it's also that exact thing that is at risk the more comfortable I get. And so, I don't know, I'm not sure if you made any sense of that, but it was really quite interesting doing that just there expanding on that thought because I literally like I say I typed those words in and then kind of cut the thought off like I stopped processing it and I thought I'm going to wait for the podcast so there we go that's what I mean when I say that I don't want to get too comfortable too early and then actually there were three points here there were three points I take it back um I just said there were two and that two of them were the same there are three points here the second point I wrote is after this year, what do I have to lose? And <laughs> this one came from a mad place because this makes no sense. But hear me out, right? This is going to sound ridiculous, but then hopefully you'll see where I'm going, right? So Foot Asylum on YouTube have the greatest content you've ever seen. It's called Does the Shoe Fit? And it's this like speed dating um, show where chunks young philly and then some guests each series so like conan from crepton conan or jack fowler or ksi join them and there's like four guys and they date four girls and they do that in like four minute segments so they have a four minute blind date with each girl and then at the end the girls pick who the best was and they win and just go and watch it it's incredible but anyway let me explain why that rather deep thought came from a very funny youtube series so i'm watching these dates i'm watching these guys and they're just like how do i word it they're playing up for the camera anyway but like they're good they're so they know themselves so well that they just almost don't give a shit does that make sense like they're happy to just be themselves to just fucking say what they want act how they want and know at the end of the day they're still good that they're still themselves like they're not fronting for anybody they're just being themselves they're just having fun And don't get me wrong, I think I act true to who I really am as a person, which is why I come out with some of the shit I do on this podcast sometimes. But there have, of course, been times in the past where I'll be like reserved or shy or perhaps not say something to somebody for fear of the consequences and all of these things that are kind of gradual bits of holding myself back over the years. And then I'm watching this series, I'm watching these guys, and I'm thinking about this year, which started off so well, right? It was just fun, it was decent. 
There was like Paris and Berlin in February, had Glastonbury to look forward to, had the Stormzy tour to look forward to, had everything to look forward to. And then for me, just like for you, just like for everybody else, this year kind of went to shit. And we've all, through no choice of our own, kind of had a bit of a suppressed year, a bit of a year where we can't really do the things we want to do. And so as I was thinking about this, I just thought like, after this year, after what we've all been through, after, let's be real, what we're all still going through, like the the most impossible to describe weird year that we will forever remember as just a bit shit. Thinking forward to when things are back to normal, whatever that looks like and whenever that is, whilst watching these guys just say, fuck it, I just thought, what do I have to lose? Like, it's the weirdest things that cause deep thoughts sometimes. And yeah, I don't know. I think after this year, after the amount of forced suppression that we've all been through, and I don't mean that in some sort of conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat wearing way, I just mean that we've all had to literally stay at home. We've all had to literally stop seeing our friends, stop seeing our family, stop doing the things that we enjoy doing. I just thought, fuck it. Next year is going to be the one, you know, because what do we have to lose? Nothing. And then the third and final random deep thought that I noted down on my phone last night is this. I say, the last three years were very foundational, but we're kind of past that now. What do I do next? And by this, I mean that for the whole of this podcast and for the past three years on Twitter, you've heard me bang on about things like habits about things like finding focus, about productivity, about not drinking, about sleep, about all of these things that truthfully still do play a big part in my identity, right? Because that's what our identity is. It's just a bunch of things that we do and think and feel pushed together and packaged up as a person. All of that stuff was new and interesting and exciting at one point, and it's still all there part of me, but few pieces in that puzzle were like work in progress still does that make sense like my habits are good my sleep is good I don't drink um like I'm productive enough each day none of that's new none of that's exciting we're kind of past building that foundation now I'm kind of past having to work out the basic details if that makes any sense and so it's almost like in the next few years let's say the next three years because It has been the last three years. So the next three years is almost like I need to work on other stuff in life. It's almost like I need to step again out of my comfort zone, step again beyond what I have been working on to, I don't know, find new skills, discover who I am more as a person, just fucking challenge myself more. I feel like those first two years from like the day I stopped drinking, which is essentially when I thought, fuck it, I should probably... Uh, <laughs> build a sustainable lifestyle. Uh, from that day onwards for like two years, all of this stuff was fresh and new and exciting and challenging and difficult. And there was always something new to learn from it. I feel like I've learned the 90% of what I can from that period of life, from like my early, early 20s. And shit, in five weeks time, I'm going to be 25. I'm going to be halfway to 30. I mean, I'm actually going to be halfway to 50, but you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I don't don't expect to find a conclusion to this thought, but it's just one that I'm throwing out there, which is that 
the last three years have been one thing, but the next three years, I think, are going to be something entirely different, which kind of relates to the first point. And I just wonder what it is that I should do, I want to do to kind of continue to evolve as a person. Because to speak to that first point, the last thing I want to do is be like, cool, okay, I've built a few habits and learned how to work a bit more efficiently, like I'm good now, because I'm not good. Like that will not, (laughs) that will not take me beyond this point. And so, yeah, like I say, I don't know the answer to that one, but the last three years were very foundational. We're kind of past that. What do I do next? That was the thought. I don't have an answer, but if I find one, I will let you know. And that is all I have for this week. That's been a weird episode. That has been like therapy, (laughs) but there we go. Sometimes, sometimes there are episodes like this. And I'm glad that we've had another episode like this because like I said at the start of this, episode um it has been a while since I've really delved into my thoughts and I think truthfully that's just because I've been busy too busy to really give the time and attention to the thoughts I've been having because we are really busy work-wise right now and before that I was fucking spending every second I could either on a driving lesson or driving with our plates or watching fucking YouTube videos to learn how to pass my test And so really the last like six, seven, eight weeks have been quite, I don't know the word, I haven't really reflected. And so I think that's where all of that came from last night. Like I didn't have those thoughts to make content for the podcast. Those thoughts just came out and I thought, fuck it. Rather than just thinking them, forgetting about them, going to sleep, I thought I'd sit here with you and try and work them out together. So that hopefully is what we have done. Um, before I go and before I finish, I just want to say thank you to everybody who replied to my email today. So if you didn't see it or if you haven't signed up, by the way, you can go to seanspooner.co.uk forward slash email. Um, but the email today was about the next four weeks and lockdown and how for all of the downsides of lockdown, we know that they're a good time to lean into something, to focus our time into something that we otherwise wouldn't have the time to focus on. And So basically I said, look, if you have any sort of goal for the next four weeks during lockdown, I want to know about them because there's so much research that talks about external accountability and how it holds us to our commitments to ourselves. And truthfully, this podcast and that newsletter, they hold me accountable, like in ways I can't even put into words. Like it just forces me to be consistent because I have to upload every week. It forces me to be honest with myself because I think you're gonna work out very quickly if ever I was bullshitting with you as I think out loud on here. So they hold me accountable. And so in turn to return that favor, if anybody did have, or indeed if you're listening and do have any sort of goals for the next four weeks during lockdown, I wanna hear them because I want to reach out to you a few times over the next four weeks, see how you're getting on with them and just kind of, yeah, hold you accountable. Make sure that we're all holding each other accountable. So if you do, if you do have any uh, things that you want to get done over the next four weeks and you would like some, you would like to tell somebody just so that that somebody, me, can reach out, just see how you're getting on, hold you accountable. Uh, let me know, drop me a message on either Instagram or Twitter, on both of them, I'm Spooner Sean, S-P-O-O-N-E-R-S-E-A-N, and yeah, I'll do just that, I'll message you a couple of times and see how you're getting on. Right, that is everything I have, uh, I'm going to get this 
edit it, upload it, and then go and get some sleep because tomorrow is full of video calls and they absolutely suck the life out of me, so I need some sleep. Uh, thank you again for listening, and I'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 49 of Life and Lessons. See you then. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.